0: Jimmy. Jimmy Cast.
1: Welcome to Jimmy Cast everybody. It's Jimmy DeGroat and Doug Meadows and it's been a while, but um if you ever listen to like Dan Carlin's hardcore history, I like to think that Jimmy Cast is something that needs inspiration and we don't find a topic every week or every two weeks, but as soon as the inspiration hits, right? We, we get together. <laughs> so uh, for those of you that don't know me, I'm I'm Jimmy DeGroat. I uh, used to be in retail and uh, I like to think did some pretty fun things in retail and uh, eventually got out of retail and um, I am now in sales training. My whole business and my whole heart and my whole world is all about um People like Doug Meadows, and uh, just trying to help in any way that I can to make their teams better, their businesses better. And uh, I'm joined with Doug Meadows. Hey, Jimmy. Doug owns Date. <laughs> <laughs> doug owns david douglas diamonds in marietta georgia and uh you know in this podcast we talk a lot about jewelry and jewelry is the world we come from but in the train retail world which is the world that i now uh the business that i own we are training to passion retailers so i like to define them doug as passion is the retailers that have customers for life there you go you know not yep. typically not like the the convenience store on the uh, on the corner, but like music stores, jewelry stores, furniture stores, mm-hmm. things like that, right? Yeah. So, is that passion? <laughs> passion.
0: I well, I mean, it. it um, I yeah. I think the people coming back are coming back, and are such long time customers because they can sense the passion that the owners have, or that they've been able to transcend yeah. into their staff. Yeah. So. Well, you know what, and
1: it's funny, I I took a few notes, but that one was a a little strawberry because that is exactly what we're talking about yep. today. <laughs> and that is, I I just had this thought the other night. I was listening to um, Unreasonable Hospitality with Will Gadera, Eleven Madison Park in in New York City, and
0: an amazing it, book. That
1: amazing book. Oh my goodness! And that book, Doug. That book. Literally made me want to go get a business, loan and get back into retail. Uh, it did because that's what I love. I loved doing it when, and maybe you and I can tell some stories about about you know what mm-hmm. we're doing or what we've done. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, so we're talking about heart. We're talking about heart in business or heart slash passion, and then showing that through in, through your team mm-hmm. to your customers and i don't know how important is that and i'm i'm a big fan i'm, I'm sorry i'm yapping a lot here but oh, i'm a fine. big fan of guy guy <laughs> raz how i built this uh it's a podcast I, I listen to when i'm pulling weeds and mowing the lawn guy raz always has people in that uh have built their business and it always started with some type of passion you know uh bert spees with roxanne quimby uh uh, Numi Organic Tea, Eleven Madison Park, mm-hmm. uh, Southwest Airlines, uh, Starbucks—I mean, these are no small companies. And you know what I found is—and tell me if this is true—or or can you find? Tell, tell me I'm wrong. Um, everyone I know in business that's happy and succeeding did it from a passion. It was—it wasn't a college class they took that they learned. They learned QuickBooks. They learned Excel. They took some business classes and they thought, I'm going to go buy this business. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, start, it usually started pretty organically mm-hmm. and from passion. Yeah. So I know a lot about your business right now, but I was just curious. Tell, tell me, if you would, some experiences that you've had as a child that started to instill this whole passion for you for the jewelry business.
0: Well, you know, I mean, some people are just have it naturally. I didn't start with it naturally. I mean, I grew up in the industry. My grandfather started us in 1926 and my dad and uncle. T- okay, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my dad and uncle t- took it over in the, um, in the sixties, but they had a trade shop. And so, you know, the, the closest I got to seeing excitement is um, when the mail came or, Uh, We had a messenger service in the day and when the courier guy would come in the day because we just didn't have people coming in. I mean, I've always called myself a third generation jeweler, but a first generation retailer because I got introduced to retail in high school. Um, And uh, well, I mean, you you know, one of the funny stories um, that you made me think of when you asked me this question earlier I was just thinking back to when I worked for my dad, you know, I mean, I was cheap labor and, you know, high school summers or whatever. It's like dad needed help. And, you know, I just started learning it that way, scrubbing the floors, cleaning the toilets and just doing the stuff nobody else wanted to do. But there was one, mm-hmm. one, one summer afternoon, you know, my dad comes home for lunch and, uh, you know, he's asking me if I want to go to work. And I'm like, well, no, I really don't want to do that today. So I told him no. After he left, boy, did I get it from my mom. My mom said, "You don't understand. Your dad wasn't asking you; he was telling you." <laughs> and and I've never I've, I've never forgotten that. And sadly, I think I do the same thing to my kids today. <laughs> but. Um, Anyways, as I got introduced to retail, it just became more fun and, you know, interacting with people, sharing their experiences, learning what jewelry meant to them. And then, but then, you know, there was also that, that idea of, man, I want to do this on my own. I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to have my own jewelry business. And I mean, I just, I went out on a whim. I mean, I'm 23 years old. I'm up in Detroit and I get invited by a buddy of mine to come on down to Atlanta and kind of go in partnership with them. And,
1: uh, I'm like, Hey, it's funny. Cause I just thought you, I totally thought you just said you got indicted, indicted.
0: By <laughs> invited. <laughs> 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 and so, uh, I, you know, when you're 23, you don't have a lot to lose and I'm like, yeah, let's go for it. You know, I mean, my wife, no. my wife wasn't excited, but yeah. yeah, we, we did it. I mean, it, you know, definitely was a learning curve. So you were married at the time? You were I was married, married by 23? Yep, yeah. I got married and okay. I was 20. My wife was 21. And, um, all right, you know, the more the business grew and the more you got to know people, hear their stories, things like that, you know, that, that passion and that love just kind of began to develop. You know, when you when you were talking about loving your what you do and stuff, I mean, one of the first things that came to my mind is Mike Buley. Because that's what he always talks about is love your customer. You know, you got to love them to death. Yep. And, um, and I mean, I'm not the most huggy kind of guy. Um, I'll definitely shake their hand, but I've learned to try to get out there and and give a customer a hug every now and then. Yeah. But you do it. You do it with your eyes, Doug. Okay. You (laughs) and I
1: are friends. You do it. You totally do it with your eyes. And you know, like this last training I did, it's all, it's all in the eyes. Yeah. Um, You can see it. So Mm -hmm. um, you don't have to hug people. In fact, probably nowadays, you probably shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: But yeah, I mean, it's it's um, definitely makes it fun. And I think the big challenge, though, is how do you convey that passion and compassion and excitement to your staff? and uh you know i've been thinking back you know one of the first books that i got years ago was hug your customer and i mean that that was like kind of my bible for a for a season i mean that there was so many good ideas in there so that you know that really got me excited that what i was doing really there was a name for it you know yeah yeah (laughs) but you know to convey that to the staff i mean People need stuff like what you have to offer. I mean, you know, the training that you have, you you know, you have to train your staff. You have to teach them how to love on a customer. Uh, Because we don't, I don't think we inherently know how to do that. And we need examples. We need stories. We need, you know, things to try and to practice. And that's what I love about your stuff, Jimmy, is you, you know, you're always giving us good practical ideas of how to do that. And uh, it's been so helpful. Shameless, plugs, <laughs> shameless plug. <laughs> I, no, it's I just a, it's, a re- plugs. it's a shameless plug. It's a reality. Thank you for that. But yeah,
1: but you know what? I've I've found okay. I think of <clears throat> think of the friends that you and I have together. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've got George Fritz, mm-hmm. uh, George up in at Mills Jewelers in Lockport, New York. Joel and Kendra Wyland mm-hmm. at J David yeah. in Oklahoma. I mean. These are people that you, you come up to them, you meet them and you're thinking these people, I mean, their staff has to just love these people. Um, and I think, you know, I think there's, I think there's also a vulnerability to that. They need to, uh, that, uh, people that have a lot of heart and passion in their business, Mm -hmm. uh, there's a vulnerability that they display. When I was, when I was managing my team, I would just say, look, I don't know how to do this. Or I don't know, you know, this, this, you know, Julie's a lot better at this than Julie. Why don't you talk about this? So I, I wasn't the expert all the time, but I showed a vulnerability, but I also showed this is what I want to do. This is my passion, you know, and this said that that's again with, uh, the uh, Unreasonable Hospitality yep, book yep. <laughs> <laughs> by Will Goddaro. That's what they said. They did the very same. Like you you were talking about last week with the the, the beer guy, right? Yeah. You know, the, tell that story about the beer guy. That's that's cool.
0: Uh-oh. You're going to have to remind me about the beer guy.
1: <laughs> well, no, but at, at 11 Madison Park. Oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. They decided yeah, yeah. they wanted to. The, okay.
0: The, the, yeah. The, they want. Yeah. So uh, me and Jimmy were hooked on this book, uh, Unreasonable Hospitality. You go into a really fine restaurant, it's hard to get a a decent beer, a decent cup of coffee, a decent tea. I mean, they just got the generic kind of stuff. And so they decided to, that they, you know, they had this one young kid that um, he just was passionate about beer. And uh, so Will was like, well, dude, why don't you become Mm -hmm. our sommelier on beer? And uh, so they just kind of let them yeah. let them loose. And uh, he's like, "Well, what's that? What do I do?" And he goes, "We don't know. You figure it out. It's your job. You know, <laughs> you do it." <laughs> and so, I mean, they yeah. they came up with some amazing beers. And I mean, they had tastings. I mean, they did pairings. They did all kinds of cool things that just engaged the customers that mm-hmm. that could connect with that. And so they carried that on into even teas and coffees and. So they had one little girl that was their tea yeah, expert yeah. and, um, they knew what temperature to brew it at for how long. And, um, and so, you know, they got known for some of these really cool, different types of things, which didn't take a whole lot. I mean, even on the coat check, yep. I mean, um, you know, I know I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit, but you know, you were, you talked earlier about the idea of doing business just by the numbers. Uh, And, Mm -hmm. and you can do that. You can be a transactional business and you can do very well with that. And, you know, sometimes I think we let our heart get in the way sometimes too much, but that's what gives us life. You know, that's what makes us want to unlock the door every day and and go there and get out. But it's like, you know, what does Will talk about transactional? I mean, you know, how do you get it from transactional to personal? Personal.
1: Yeah. Well, one of the things that they did was they got rid of the podium yeah. uh, at the door. Mm-hmm. You know, when people would come in, they would announce their name. They would say their name and then, OK, then immediately the eyes would go down to an iPad in a podium. Yeah. And so, boom, you've just gone from personal to transactional. hmm. And, um, and so I just love the idea. They got, they got rid of the podium. They actually Googled customers names. Now we don't have that. We don't have that privilege, right? right. Who's coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they Googled customers names to see if they, so they could talk to them or, and greet them by name when
0: yeah. they walked in the store. So. Well, um, I'm, I'm that yeah, yeah that gets me excited. What I'm looking forward to is the day that we can and, it, and I know the technology exists, but to make it practical and work in our stuff, you know, how can we um, have cameras in our store you, that will capture their you face? Want, you want, want AI, I want assistants, AI assistance to where <laughs> it pops up their face on all the screens and a little bit of buying history, maybe what they bought last, so that you can greet them by name and say, "Hey, how's that ruby ring doing for you?" You know. <laughs> so then you want to have
1: implants in your staff's ears so that uh, she had a uh, pendant. That's and, right. um, her daughter's name is lisa and her dog's name is that's right oliver
0: uh, um hey yeah
1: all right so i'm going to read this ad from our sponsor all right <laughs> or do you have it do you have it I, well you don't have it, do I, you? I don't
0: have it in front of me but go for it how often do you hear an incredible
1: story about business or sales and think, man, I wish my team could hear this, like this podcast, for example, mm-hmm. or why doesn't my team get it when I talk to them? But as soon as someone else does, they're, they're all over it. And I hear this all the time, by the way, <laughs> this is exactly what the train retail sales training program is all about. It's a weekly 10 minute video that your team watches. And then, has a great conversation about that very topic as it relates to your store. You know, how wonderful would it be to have your team talking about improving sales every single week? So sign up for weekly sales training using coupon code FREEMONTH. Okay, that's FREEMONTH, F-R-E-E-M-O-N-T-H. It's all one word, but you got to go to trainretail.com and sign up. And you get that month free and you can try it out and... We won't charge you a Wait, We, yes, that's right. <laughs> it's my company. And, uh, and and then after that, it's a little as little as $99 a month. So $99 a month to completely train your sales team like all the time, every week uh, at trainretail.com. Uh, you can't get a sales trainer in your store for $1,200 a year. <laughs> <laughs> if you can, let me know about it. <laughs> so, so, all right. Doug, you are, um, you and I are good friends and I know a lot about you and I've seen this throughout the years. So tell us how you've taken the passion that you've gotten. I, how How have you taken that passion and shown it to a, your team, but but more importantly, be your customers, mm-hmm. because those are the people that are going to end up loving you for life because of that. Yeah. And uh, I, I think you got some really neat stuff to talk about.
0: <laughs> well, I know you do. I'm, I'm happy to, to uh, hit any topic or story that you want. But, you know, the first thing that comes to my mind is, first of all, we have to do unto others as we want them to do unto us. And it doesn't just right. So, so know, this comes out of your values in your faith. It does. Right. Yeah. And, yep. And um, so yep. it's kind of a what I call a three prong. I mean, you have to love your customer, you have to love your staff, and you have to love your vendors uh, because we're all in this together. And we just, the exciting thing is we get to do this every day. I mean, it's just so much fun. And, you know, that will ooze out of us. And then before you know it, that the customer's going to know that it's genuine. I mean, one of the exercises that we do on uh, a relatively regular basis is, you know, I'm always coming up with crazy ideas. I want to do this, or I want to do that for a customer. How do we do this? And it's, Mm -hmm. it's called the what if game, you know, what if we could do this? What, you know, what would that mean both for the customer, but also how would we make that happen? You know, sometimes a lot of people, they, they think of an idea or they hear an idea and they go, oh man, there's no way I could do that. But have -hmm. you, have you even thought about it? Have you brainstormed with your staff about it? I mean, you're not a a lone ranger out there. I mean, you know, enroll your staff to help you with these ideas of how you can, you know, love on your customer and what can you do for them? You know, one of the things that we started doing was identifying our widows in our area. You know, one year we sent them all flowers for Valentine's day. And then, um, and we didn't, we didn't like say, Oh, because you're a widow, here's these flowers. We just, you know, randomly right. sent them some flowers. One one year I did a ma- mailer in the middle of summer. I just, I got a little pouch and I put, um, what I put in there? I put some Kool-Aid and some bubble gum. And, um, and I mailed that out to my, all my widows and I said, hey, when was the last time, you know, you had a good glass of Kool-Aid and blew some bubbles with some bubble gum? You know, why don't you get a friend of yours and have a <laughs> bubble blowing contest? <laughs> you know? Uh, (laughs) hope you don't have diabetes yes right you know one year one year my nephew came out with a cd and so um i just bought a bunch of his cds and mailed it out to all the widows you know and um, you know just finding fun little ways to just show a little bit of love to your customer
1: I gotta tell I gotta tell you this because I just realized this at the grocery store the other day. Um, Larry Rickert and I at Jim Kreschak Jewelers. We were in Austin, Texas for Uh some training, and uh, we 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 love barbecue just like you and I do. That's right. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) so we went um, we went to Stuck's Barbecue Restaurant, and we we thought, hey, let's let's buy a hundred of these bottles. And let's mail them to our top 100 customers Mm, just because, just out of the blue. Sure. this get this so we we got home we packaged them all up we mailed them all out first class we here we get put in this little note just just thinking of you when we were in texas and i mean there was no sales pitch or anything no mm-hmm. discount or nothing just here's some barbecues we thought this stuff was like you could only get it in austin texas <laughs> well here at the grocery store right in <laughs> was, <laughs> Wisconsin, <was> stux barbecue <laughs>
0: Uh, and I just thought of that this <laughs>
1: last weekend because I was in a, in line at the hardware store and they yeah. had Stux Barbecue chips. <laughs> and I thought, oh my gosh. But, uh, but you know, like, like the 11 Madison Park, they, the, some of their cheapest stuff... Mm-hmm. was the most effective. They'd oh, stick yeah. a couple of quarters in a in a parking meter Absolutely. so it guys didn't have to get up. Yeah. Isn't that fun? It is. Isn't that fun? I mean, you often hear, for example, or a lot of times people think, What's my mission in life? Mm-hmm. What am I here for? Right. I wanna I wanna I wanna, you know, evangelize the world or I wanna help as many people as I can. Well, how many lives can we affect by just the people walking into our stores every day? Mm-hmm. You know, and and it just by being wonderful to them or delighting them. Right. Uh, and then from a very selfish standpoint, how many of those people are going to go out and tell other people how wonderful you are just because you sent them a stick of gum and a, (laughs) you know, or a package of gum and some Kool-Aid for crying out loud. That's awesome.
0: Well, you know, one of the realizations that I had, um, that I arrived, I had a customer come in and, she said, hey, I want you to make my wedding bands because you made my mom and dad's wedding bands. And I'm like, oh, man, am I getting old? <laughs> but, um, but it was just it was it was a real tribute that they wanted to come to us, you know, because we just. Mm-hmm. And, it, you know, we get so many referrals of people coming in the door. You know, there's two types of referrals. There's um, the people that just love you to death and they shared that. But then there's also your Google reviews. To me, that's a good indicator of how are you loving your customer? You know, do you got some good Google reviews out mm-hmm. there or, or are you not? Mm-hmm. You know, right. Because, uh, you know, we have a little bit of control, but not as much as, you know, we think we do. But those are huge.
1: Right. But there's a confidence that you can have when a customer walks out the door, when you've loved on them, yep. and showered, uh, showered love on them and mm-hmm. really took care of them. Yeah you know, they're going to, people are good in general.
0: Yeah. I mean, one of the, uh, one of the other quick little things that we've been doing for 20 years now is I do a writing contest in our local schools called dazzling diamonds for mom and the kids oh, and the, yeah. the kids write and tell me why their mom deserves a diamond. And that's just, it's a little thing for me to do to help commemorate and celebrate my mom's life that I lost um, when she was in her fifties to cancer. And uh, so the kids mm-hmm. write and tell us that so this year we had, I don't know, 7,800 letters from all these kids. And uh, because it was our 20th year, we gave away six diamonds and every classroom that participates gets a best of class award and they get a free gemstone. I had a lady in, I, I mean, I get this story over and over and over again to where a woman will come in and, and the reason they're doing business with us is because, you know, we cared for their children and we gave them the free gemstone. And um, you know, I, I instruct the, sure. or I encourage the staff. You know, when the kids come on in, you definitely want to greet the parent, but don't forget about the child. And even sometimes, I'll get down on my knees. My goodness, right? I'll get down on my knees just to be at the same eye level with them, just to congratulate them and say hi to them and and stuff. You know, if you if you love on their kid, they're gonna you are they're gonna be your customer for life. Their child is so important to them, and that's you know. Yeah, we years ago, me and my brother, we went into a a camera store and he had a couple of his kids with him at the time and they were young and they were kind of horsing off a little bit. But I didn't think they were being that bad. But the sales associate tried to correct his children and my brother just lost it. And he blew up and we walked out the door. (laughs) But the valuable lesson there Mm -hmm. is we don't need to be parents to somebody's child in our store. Yes, some days. They're being unruly and uh, unrealistic, but I think if we were to ever need to get some help in correcting, we might talk to the parent first, not to the child. But yeah, I'm sorry, exactly. wrong tangent, but I-, I wanted to go there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but that that's fine. It's all about uh, the heart
1: in the business and uh, passion, and um, you know much like uh, this is not equivalent but much like you were just saying we had big windows uh at at the at the jewelry store and when people would pull up and they would have a dog in the car for example Mm -hmm. you know we'd bring them in yeah bring Oh, man, Absolutely. goodness, it's 90 degrees outside. Yeah, <laughs> car is running. Who cares? We want to meet them. Yeah. You know, everybody loves on the dogs. And, you know, even I think a great way to show it, and I think that I get a kick out of this too, you and I see on Facebook a lot, there are uh, business owners that have their dogs in the store mm-hmm. and they greet customers, yeah. you know, and customers come in looking for them. It's, that's a great way to to just be that warm, fuzzy place to walk into, right? Sure. I have quite a bit of experience talking with uh, business owners, and I really don't know of one single one that runs business strictly by the book, strictly by the math. And it's usually those people that do that, that call me and say, how do I get my team to sell like I used to? Uh, Or how do I get my team to listen to do what I, you know, Mm -hmm. I I think a lot of those problems, whether they're staff and or customer, uh, lack of customers, I think it's, why did you get in this in the first place? Mm -hmm. And um, let's show a little bit of that. You know, let's show a little bit of that, uh, that your passion, I know a lot of what your passions are and it's for, it's uh, helping to create entrepreneurs in underdeveloped countries. Mm -hmm you're always telling us about why you, why you're flying overseas. <laughs> and, uh, and, and it's so cool that you've built a business now that you're able to do that. Yeah. And, um, you know, what else are you going to talk to customers about if when they walk through the door? If you're even there talking to customers, mm-hmm. if you don't have your heart and passion in this business or, or show them what your heart and your passion is, Yeah, you
0: know, uh, well what if so, what if somebody is listening to this Jimmy and they're like wow I guess I'm missing that I mean is there <laughs> is there any hope for them is there any help for them <laughs> You know what they got to do? They either have to drive to Marietta, Georgia, Sandy
1: Plains <laughs> Road, Sandy Plains Road, uh, see Doug Meadows at David Douglas Diamonds, or you know what, if you're in uh, Lockport, New York, go yep. see George Fritz. Go see
0: George Fritz. And
1: just spend one hour with him, yep. buy, buy him coffee, and he will tell you about... The lock tender. He will tell you about the theater manager and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, all of the efforts that they did to rebuild the theater, to tear down the parking garage next door. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- just that guy is just. I you know I I don't know. Here's the thing with George, I don't know if he's a church going person or what type of faith he has but I don't need to know it because I can see it on his face, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that shows with your staff, it shows with your customers. And, um, so I don't, I don't know how to do that. Just spend time with people like that and, Mm -hmm. and you'll, you'll get it. But, uh, (laughs) <laughs> that's that's my advice yeah. and then if you're a complete total idiot just <laughs> sign up on the retrain retail program and i'll give them my heart and soul there you go <laughs> uh, uh, at the very least but you know what uh, but i shouldn't uh, you know i shouldn't i'm a little naughty that I, by saying that but here's the thing there are people that that are no that have stepped out of their business right now and and utilize my training program for that um, because of, because of my values and and how I teach, I guess. But but as long as they know why they're there, we live in a world right now where people need to know why they're working. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. During COVID. I mean, it's, it's in the generation that we live in. Now Um, my son, who's 35 years old, you know he he wants to work at a place where he he knows what his mission is mm-hmm. and um gosh darn it if it's if it's there just for a paycheck and if it's there just for the like you said the transactional mm-hmm. right uh, transaction yeah. Uh, they're probably not going to be customers for life and you're probably going to go through a lot of salespeople, mm-hmm. a lot of you know, hiring and firing, right? Right. Yeah, get get the book Unreasonable Hospitality with Will Gadara and just find out ways they, they delighted people. But and again, Will doesn't talk about what his faith is, mm-hmm. but you don't need to know it mm-hmm. because because it's all about people wanting to be around you and or, or partnered with you. And uh, boy, if you got it, they will come yeah absolutely so Doug not that gas stations and 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 transactional stores I mean Amazon is very much a transactional business yeah. yep. they're doing pretty well absolutely <laughs> right yeah um <laughs> yep. uh, but uh, people like us people like you especially and uh and George and Joel and Kendra mm-hmm. and bill and and Sean and all our friends um they're in they're in business they 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 can't wait to unlock that door every day and get up
0: in the morning and
1: see who see what's going to happen
0: today right well we got to remember all we're selling is cold metal and hard rocks Mm -hmm. and you know they can get it anywhere right and you know they're they're buying it from us because of the story you know that we're we're there to help them to celebrate and commemorate the event that they're using this piece of jewelry for Mm -hmm. Um, maybe it's to celebrate the idea of how it was made or a little bit of everything, but you know, um, yeah. we just um, have to really be involved with them and help them to celebrate and commemorate whatever event it is in their life. That they're trying to use this piece of jewelry to symbolize or do for them.
1: Yeah. And show that show that to customers. I'm going to end with this last story here and then let's wrap it up. But um, I worked with Hyde Music here in Appleton, Wisconsin. I think they got five or seven stores in the state of Wisconsin. And I remember as a child uh, Mr. Hyde in the gymnasium with all of these beautiful instruments laid out on the tables. And we were there with our parents Mm. to go and rent these, to be, to learn how to play these instruments and to be in the band. And I could not wait to touch this cornet and grab that. And, um, uh, and that's, you know, I, I told, I told the folks at, at, at this music store, I said, that's a legacy that goes back for me 50 years. Mm -hmm. And um, just think of all the people that your store has affected Mm -hmm. in in, in a very positive way and how the passion of music is all uh, it, it correlates perfectly with Hyde music. Mm -hmm. And Honestly, you, you can go to Sweetwater.com. You can go to b You can go a lot of places. That's, that's a website. That's an Amazon. But you can't get that legacy and that smile and that person that's going to take care of you or your guy or your gal in the business um, by going to places like that. And uh, so if we've got that passion, my goodness, it would behoove you. To show your heart and your passion to your customers and your people, because, mm-hmm. well, why, why be in business otherwise? Exactly. <laughs> right. That's what I think. Thanks, buddy. All right, man.
0: I'm gonna go home. Sounds good. You go home too. All right. Thanks.
1: We'll see you guys next time on Jimmy Cast when the when the spirit moves us to be <laughs> compelling and have compelling discussion.
0: There again. you go. Jimmy <laughs> Cast.